0: You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast, sex and relationship advice you can use tonight.
1: Welcome to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. I'm Jessica O'Reilly, your friendly neighborhood sexologist, and I'm here to provide advice, insights, and of course, interviews that help you to have a happier relationship and hotter sex starting today. Now, today's episode is all about one of my favorite topics and it's pretty simple. Today's episode is about sex clubs and appropriately it's brought to you by Toronto Zone Oasis Aqua Lounge. Now, I love Oasis and I love sex clubs. I don't spend a ton of time at them. It's not a daily thing or a weekly thing, but the time I do spend visiting sex clubs and erotic resorts is really quality time for, my, for me, for my sexual worldview, and for my relationship. And based on not just my visits to sex clubs, but the thousands and thousands of Couples and a few singles, hundreds of singles. I know who attend sex clubs. I believe that every person, every single, every couple, every thruple, if there's three of you—and um, sums, I believe that everyone can benefit from visiting a sex club, and it's not just your sex life that benefits. And I'll we'll talk about that. But I believe that we can all benefit from visiting a sex club for a number. Of reasons so hear me out I know that some people are very turned off by this idea but there are so many benefits to just going to a sex club you don't need to do anything so first and foremost you have the opportunity to observe real live naked bodies in an unfiltered state now this is good for your perception of the human body for your relationship with your own body everything we see on TV, in magazines, on Instagram. It's going through like 18 levels of filtering from Facetune to You Can Perfect to Photoshop and then just the simple filters. So seeing real live naked bodies, ah, oh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a good thing. And you're gonna see such a range of bodies. You're gonna see people who look like those Instagram models and you're gonna see people who look like the person who's cashing you out at the drugstore or the... The supermarket or grocery store. So it's a massive range of people who attend. And observing real live sex between consenting adults who aren't being paid to perform for you, who aren't being directed by someone who says, please open your left labia to camera three, this is a good thing. You learn from their movements, from their sounds, real sounds, their responses to one another, and maybe their responses to your being in the room as a potential observer. I've always been an advocate of this. I do not believe you can learn about something without observing it. We do not do this in any other realm of our lives. I talk about this all the time and compare sex to football. Seeing sex is a good thing when you consent, of course. And when the other people consent. Now, also, you have the opportunity to get naked in public. And I did a whole podcast on the benefits of getting naked. Hey, you should get naked right now if you're not on the subway or in your car or something like that. Lots of benefits related to body image and self esteem from getting naked in a group. And you know, here's the thing you don't have to get naked, you don't have to have sex, you don't even have to watch. You can just go for one drink. And whether you love it, hate it, or feel indifferent, about your visit to a sex club, a field trip to a sex club will inevitably, inevitably start meaningful, intimate, and intense. And intense can be a good thing. Conversations with yourself, with your partner. And you need to have these dialogues. You need to consider how you feel in an environment like this to keep things interesting. With you know your sex life with yourself, but also to keep it interesting and hot in long-term relationships, everything you observe and take in at the sex club can serve as fodder for your sexual fantasies and imagination moving forward. I, I know many people report that simply going to a sex club, even if it's just for half an hour, helps to reignite their interest in sex. And I love this: going to a sex club. Again, you don't have to do anything, just showing up can help you to discover something new that you're into, something that perhaps you never imagined you might like. Now, I've seen so many different scenes, encounters, sex acts, and scenarios at sex clubs that have helped me as a professional to learn what my clients are into, but also personally, to help me learn what I'm into. And and my husband as well, we've been very surprised by our reactions. And to be fair, it's also helped me to learn what I'm not into. You know, I've seen such a range of acts sex clubs. I've seen people eating sushi off of naked bodies. I've seen people with, oh, this was not for me, but it's for them and I'm learning. People playing with pies all around their genitals. I've seen threesomes, group sex. I've seen live porn shoots. I've seen couples in a quiet corner with curtains around their bad sheer curtains just making love on their own. I've seen erotic massage, kinky play from cupping and hot wax to whipping and needling. I've seen strip shows, burlesque shows, exhibitionism, voyeurism, just sexy dancing, spanking bondage, daisy chains, double penetration. I went to one where naked men were serving women soup and macarons. I've seen a hot tub and pool and shower sex in groups and so much more. Now, I can't guarantee that you're going to see all these things on your first visit to a sex club. Usually they have themes and specific nights, so you can plan ahead for what you do and don't want to see. But here's the thing. I don't spend all day and all night in a sex club. I'm way too prude for that. So I am happy to invite an expert from a sex club, Fatima Mishtab, marketing director and event producer at Oasis Aqua Lounge, which is a really unique sex club. I'm happy to have Fatima with me here today. Hi there, Fatima. Hi, Dr. Jazz. Thank you for having me on the show. So happy to have you. How you doing? I'm great. Very excited. Your intro was amazing. <laughs> ah, are you at a sex club right now? Or are you at Oasis?
0: I am at a sex club right now. And when you said everybody should get naked, I'm like, well, I could probably get naked too,
1: just <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I'm awesome. here. I love, when my, I love when my guests are naked. Now, okay. Oasis is a little bit different than a lot of other sex clubs. It is definitely not a swinger club. And I think a lot of people mm-hmm. conflate the two. So let's start there. What is a sex mm-hmm. club?
0: So a sex club is a club that allows sexual activity and nudity with consenting adults um, with, in various relationships. So unlike a swingers club where swinger cum- couples get together and they um, expect to have some sort of swapping between like, guests, um, Oasis Aqua Lounge welcomes anybody in any type of relationship. Or even if you're single, um, to enjoy the, the venue, to explore your sexuality, explore your fantasies, but you do not have to identify as a swinger to be at Oasis. We definitely welcome the swinger community, and the swinger community is like knows um, a lot about Oasis, probably our core demographic, But um, but you do not
1: have to be a swinger to come to the club. So you don't have to play with other couples if you don't want to. Okay, awesome. Now, it's interesting. I learned about Oasis years ago, because you were hosting a student night. And the student night was from Mm -hmm. the University of Toronto. It was organized by Mm -hmm. their Sexual Health and Peer Counseling Center, which in fact is how I got my start in this field way back in the year 2000. Mm -hmm. It was the student night that created all this controversy, not in Toronto or across Canada, but with media outlets oh the world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a worldwide story. So that was just as I had uh, started with the club. So um, when when all of that happened, that was just my, my very first uh, beginnings at Oasis Aqua Lounge. Um, so we wanted, so we hold a student night. We still hold it. It's called South After Class. Um, and it's for students between the ages of 19 to 35. You also don't have to be a student, but we do offer student discounts. Um, so that event was to uh, kick off sex uh so it's sec um from the university of toronto the sexual education center their their fall kickoff so we wanted to host a party at a wake up lounge um and it and that particular party turned into a quote-unquote student orgy (laughs) um so i think that title definitely um the media got a hold of that title and the story blew up and interestingly enough when that party happened, Oasis Auckland was still a very new business. And the idea of sex clubs in Toronto were, were was still very new. And um, other than the swinger community, people just weren't talking about them, they weren't going to them. So not only did this particular party sort of um, just take off um, as an event, but it also, I think, opened the eyes of people to realize that, like Oasis Aqua Lounge is a place that you can visit. You can you can explore nudity. You can explore sexuality. Um, there's different theme nights, um, and so that particular event really put Oasis on the map as well, as well as UFT. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, the interesting thing about Oasis and about, I think, this new breed of sex clubs that are popping up across the globe, uh, particularly in Canada and and the States, is that they're not in a dark alley, hidden in a strip mall in a commercial area. I mean, for people who don't know Toronto, Oasis is right downtown in the middle of a a lovely community. It's in an old, (laughs) old restored mansion. But here's the thing. I'm telling people you obviously don't have to have sex at a sex club and at the end i'm going to give you some rules and guidelines for your first visit to a sex club so if you don't have to have sex at a sex club why are you there what else can you do what are the themes what are the entertainment what are the options
0: um so i'm sorry is a question for me yeah what what else can people yeah, do okay, at great. um so oasis aqualand we have an outdoor heated pool that's heated year round so that's our biggest selling point um we have a beautiful outdoor deck private deck Um, and so people can enjoy the beautiful heated pool any time of the year it's even gorgeous in the middle of winter and if anybody knows Toronto winter sometimes it's not a lot of fun but like the pool is beautiful outside Um, we also have other facilities such as a dry sauna we have a hot tub um, there's two licensed bars. Sometimes we have a live DJ. And as you mentioned, we have a slew of different events that cover all types of interests. There's also a lot of educational elements as well, too. So you may not come um, to Oasis, uh, maybe to have sex, maybe you're, maybe you're too shy, maybe you're not there yet. You can come and you can um, meet other people, socialize, and also take advantage of all of the workshops that we offer um, and the educational elements as well too. People that are maybe into kink can learn how to tie rope, um, how to you know engage in activities safely and I mean depending on your comfort level you may go in there thinking you know what maybe I don't want to have sex this time but maybe you maybe you will and the great thing about Oasis is that it just welcomes all of that curiosity without any pressure to have to do anything and the community itself is just so warm and social like you said it's not Sort of a back alley, dark, anonymous place. It's a very open concept and a very um, engaging community.
1: Right. It's about a fifteen minute walk from my house um, from from <clears> my <throat> little community here. Uh, so, so what do you what do you wear? What do you wear to assess them? People have all these just. Oh, that's one of our. What do I wear? What do I bring if I'm going to get naked? How do I pay for drinks? Like, what do we? What do I bring with me? Do I bring a fanny pack?
0: <laughs> well, you certainly can bring a fanny pack. That's a great idea. Um, so that's one of our most popular questions. Um, because Oasis Aqua Lounge is clothing optional, I mean, the sky is really the limit. And that's a really hard concept for people to wrap their heads around because we're conditioned in a society to, you have to dress a certain way. You certainly have to wear clothes everywhere you go. And so people can't wrap their heads around the idea of being in a space where you can wear anything or nothing. You can change. You can try on outfits. Um, but based just just to bring it down a notch um, what you're going to see mostly when you come to Oasis is people wrapped around um, with a towel wrapped around them. So you're going to see nude bodies, but you're really going to see a lot of people with a white towel around their body. And that's because we offer um, water facilities and we have complimentary towels um, for the pool and the hot tub and things like that. Um, Often uh, we have themed events with a suggested dress code. So also, um, you can, you can dress up and team but you're never expected to. So our dress codes are never strict. They're just for fun. Um, and it's just a fun way to explore role play and dress up. And those things can be really sexy.
1: Um, and, and you say? have nights yeah. when you allow couples and nights when you allow singles, is there an any, you have a student night that's under 35. Is there an average age of people who attend? Yeah. Or other clubs? Like, I mean, cause not everyone's in Toronto. Most of my listeners are in the States and around the world. So what would Mm -hmm. you say the average age of someone who attends a sex club might be?
0: I would say the average age of people that attend Oasis would be like, Thirty-five to about sixty. I think that's it. That pretty much covers it. It is a wide range because we have such a diverse community that comes to Oasis. So, like, unlike other clubs that focus mainly on couples, Oasis allows single men to attend um, certain days of the week. And then again, we have a student night. Um, I produce my own event for women and trans folks, um, which is a bi-monthly event um, catering to the LGBTQ community. Um, but yeah, I would say the age range—it's it, pretty wide um, because, like, again, we're right downtown Toronto, so we have such a great diverse group of people that come to the club.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting because a lot of people who who wouldn't consider themselves particularly sexually adventurous have been to Oasis, and that's because sometimes you have had event media launch parties there. I go there mm-hmm. and educational workshops. Other other people in the field, psychologists, medical doctors entertainers. I mean, you have burlesque shows there. So it's quite a broad entertainment facility and I'd like to see more of them. I'm hoping that, you know, even people with a business or entrepreneurial mind listening uh, in a city that doesn't have a facility like yours, will consider opening one up because I think it's a positive thing for the community. Um, now, Now, if I were to walk into Oasis on a Saturday night, and go mm. out to the pool at midnight? What would I see? Mm. And I know every night, is different, <laughs> but let's say it's a good night.
0: <laughs> what, what would I okay. see? Oh my goodness. Okay. So you're going to see a lot of new bodies in the pool. Um, you're going to see a lot of people talking, laughing, probably some play on, on the cushions that we have sort of outside by the deck um coming inside on a saturday night let's talk about summer because summer is definitely our peak season um you're gonna see people uh maybe dancing around the pool either wearing um nothing maybe a towel um people sort of running in and out from the deck to the bar to grab a drink
1: oh okay and they can have sex all around the pool can they have sex on the bar
0: um we don't allow sex on the bar just because of like h- hygiene reasons <laughs> Thank you Yes, and our employees um, are—they—they um, they can dress however they like. Like you can—you could work nude at Oasis if you wanted to, but we do—we uh, do make sure that bartenders wear like bottoms and shoes and things like that if they're behind the bar, just for sanitary reasons.
1: What about next to the bar? Can I have sex next to the bar? Of course, you
0: can have sex uh, on the couch beside the bar. You can have sex. Anywhere you want, except for the hot tub, and we also discourage people having sex in our bathrooms because uh, the club can get really busy and people need to use the bathroom, so we discourage people from using
1: <laughs> taking up space in the bathroom um, so this, is, this places is the, where sex is- this is the opposite of a nightclub where the only place you can have sex is in the bathroom, so it's like you can have sex anywhere but the bathroom
0: yeah, exactly <laughs> like we just we discourage it um there's there's places that are more encouraged for people to have sex than you know, like staircases are not a good idea, not to say I haven't done it, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely not a good idea if it's a busy, if it's a busy night, um, just for space reasons and things like that. Um, but yeah, we we encourage sexual activity, whatever that might be, that might not even be intercourse, it could be oral sex, it could be, you know, whatever, whatever you're into, um, anywhere in the club. But the, uh, but the best, but the best place, the most comfortable place is most like in our playrooms um, that we have on the third floor, which I'm actually walking through right now.
1: Can you I'm provide mattresses, mattresses, <laughs> mattresses pillows, pillows, clean
0: sheets? Oh, well, so we don't actually have sheets. We, all of our furniture is leather. And the reason why is because it's very easy to clean up. So our beds, our play beds are all leather um, they're huge, spacious pillows are, are leather. So we, we don't use any sort of like porous materials. People at their the towels down. On Again, them. that's for like hygiene reasons. Yeah. People, people lay their towels on the beds. Um, so the other thing I should mention about Oasis is that we have a huge staff. So there are people day and night cleaning, busing, floating around customer service. And so like, I know cleanliness is a big concern for people visiting sex clubs. So there's always somebody that's like cleaning up. After, you know, picking up cups, picking up towels, wiping down beds. Um, We also provide wipes for customers who, you know, want to clean up after themselves. Um, We definitely appreciate that. Um, And there's towels that are given out freely. So if you lay a towel on a bed and you have sex on it, you can always, like, take that towel, throw it in a hamper, and help yourself to a new one if you
1: like. Okay, cool, because I went to the sex club once in Florida, where you were issued like one little scratchy towel, and I just... That was like my good life. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It was was actually a gym, not a sex club, I'm lying. (laughs) Yeah. So now, if I were to walk in, and this is what I'd see, I know that some nights are wilder than others, so I want to get to the fun Mm -hmm. stuff. What is the wildest thing you have ever seen happen? at a sex party or a sex club you don't have to say where it was
0: the wildest the wildest thing ever um well i man i've seen so many things and like it's hard to say wild at this point because it's just like that's like my world um i really like live porn shoots that's one of my favorite (laughs) things to see um i really like sex and art mixed together so erotic photography porn shoots um We've had, we don't do it often. I, I don't even know if we're doing another one anytime soon, but we've done like looshing events where people are into food and they like, will like rub food all over their body, their naked body. We've seen like splooshing performances. Um, I've, I've seen some really great like kink activities, um, spectator sex, um, I have a funny story, actually. I have a okay, so I have a good story. Not, it's not about something that I saw. It's about something that I did. <laughs> so, Oasis now has a sex doll, and we have a sex doll because we thought it would be interesting to bring it to the club to see if people are interested in using it, like they would our sibian. Um, it's also a great um, thing to take around when we promote outside of the club. So, anyway, um, we have something at the club called spectator sex, where couples perform in front of um, in front of guests. And I had, in my current relationship, I, I don't participate in spectator sex with other people, but I really wanted to try um, doing a spectator sex show with like the sex doll. <laughs> and um, it was just something that I had never had the chance to do outside of regular society. And uh and so, um, so yeah, so I actually put on a show with this sex doll and I basically like put my sex toys on her and like, yeah, use her in front of guests that were watching.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. That's I didn't doll.
0: know you had a sex doll.
1: Do you also have yeah, the, the Sibian,
0: the a- <laughs> sex machine? Yeah, we have a Sibian. So the Sibian is a large vibrating machine that you straddle and you, you can also attach um, like, uh, what do you call it? when you penetrate like penetrative attachments. So things like dildos or finger shapes and uh, there's an operator. So the operator turns it on and you ride it and you orgasm.
1: If you're lucky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's not for everybody. Like some people, like I personally, it's a bit much for me. It's not really my thing, but like for the most part, people love it. Um, and I mean, it's great for all genders as well too. And again, it's something that a staff member operates. They clean it properly. Um, all of these activities and all of these things that we offer, um, we always make sure a trained staff member is present. They know how to operate. They know how to clean something properly. So we're very, very big on cleanliness and making our guests feel comfortable.
1: It makes me happy so I'm really also cleanliness when it comes to sex. Mm -hmm. Now, we only have about 30 seconds to a minute left. Uh, Not everybody is in Toronto and some people will come visit specifically to come to your club. Are there other clubs across North America you can recommend or is there a website or an organization or an association for really great sex clubs?
0: (laughs) Um, that's a great question. Uh, I don't know of a site offhand, but if you check like lifestyle sites, the people that are in the lifestyle, there's usually like club listings everywhere. Actually, SBC is a great um, list is a great site for uh, various clubs that happen like internationally because they have a great international list. Um, other clubs that I would recommend, if you're in
1: Montreal, uh, I love L'Orange. Um, that's a great club um like so for the non-french speakers that's orange with an l in front of it yeah yeah it (laughs) sounds
0: sounds like yeah it sounds like orange (laughs) um that's a great club i've been to that club and i really liked it um uh i've also liked x club which is in the gta that's toronto um there's a trapeze i've heard great things about trapeze i think there's a location in florida
1: yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to see please. if we can, I'm going to, cause we have to, I have to cut you off. I'm really sorry. I'm going to see if we can pull up a list of, uh, of sex clubs and maybe, uh, look at maintaining it to, to go beneath this podcast. I, i, I really appreciate you're taking the time. Certainly an interesting. Oh, it's great. I will try not to think about that sex doll as we part ways. <laughs> so, Her name is Aqua you. Bella. <laughs> yes, Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Now, I'm sure many of you are interested, at least have your interest piqued in terms of visiting a sex club. So we're going to try and get you a list of facilities across the globe. But before you venture out for your first foray into the sex club world, um, I want to say a couple of things. We didn't get to talk about safety. And uh, I wanted to highlight that you need to be aware of your safety when you're attending any club or public space and in many cases sex clubs can be safer than mainstream clubs and this is for a number of reasons and this is when you have responsible club operators and staff members who actually care uh first and foremost many clubs will provide not only wipes as fatima mentioned but condoms and lube most clubs have rules posted all over the walls and they have a strictly enforced ask first policy. So if you go to a regular nightclub, you know, as a woman in particular, a guy will just start kind of grinding up on you. There's no ask, there's no eye contact, there's no nothing. You're probably not going to see that. In sex clubs, you will have people literally walking up to you and saying can I dance or Somebody might say, you know My wife would like to dance with you or she might say my husband is interested in dancing with you Not that they're always speaking for each other You'll you'll see quite a wide range, but they should have a strictly enforced ask first policy Which I know Oasis and most reputable all reputable clubs do Um, they also have monitors throughout the club. So I wouldn't call them security staff because in I think security staff in a nightclub traditionally is there to look out for fights, break them up, they're looking out for physical. But monitors in sex clubs should also be trained to look out for emotional safety as well. Um, another element that I've noticed in the sex clubs I've attended, and of course there are exceptions, but people simply don't drink as much as they do in mainstream nightclubs they're not there you know doing 12 shots and getting bombed and i think that of course and it's not that i'm against alcohol as you know but there you know there's of course a line between use and abuse and if you are new to this type of environment getting drunk is a terrible idea so i have i have some rules if you're considering these are guidelines maybe i shouldn't call them rules if you're considering going to a sex club for the very first time, whether you're on your own or with your partner, I suggest that you set a very specific time limit for your first visit, especially if you're feeling nervous or reticent about attending. So set a time limit. Say, I'm going to go for one hour or I'm going to go for 90 minutes and stick to it. It doesn't matter if you're having a good time. And this is specifically for couples, one of you might be having a great time and one of you might not. One of you might be feeling nervous or jealous or insecure and those are all very normal emotions. I talk about that all the time. There's nothing wrong with you if you feel that way. Uh, So even if you're having a great time, maybe your partner doesn't feel comfortable speaking up and saying they're not having a good time because they, you know, they care about your enjoyment as well. So if your limit is 90 minutes, walk out after 90 minutes. You can always go have a coffee and discuss what was happening. And of course you can go back. They have, you know, a re-entry policy. So set a time limit. Um, and if you are with a partner, do not assume that you can read their, body's lang- their body language and facial expressions. Um, because you may be able to during the day when emotions are stable and you're not trying something new and exciting, but in more intense and exciting situations, you can't we have data showing that arousal not sexual arousal but physical arousal related to heart rate breath rate blood pressure and even awareness can impact your ability to function as you would in an unaroused state so you have difficulty with being rational with being empathetic and you know forget the science i have seen firsthand how this approach can go terribly awry. I have seen couples who say, no, we know each other so well. We know everything about each other. I can just tell he gives me a look. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you can sometimes, but not 100% of the time. So you can have a code word or you can simply have a conversation. And it's good if you've decided you're going to stay for three hours. Maybe you have a check-in where you just step into the hallway or the stairwell uh, every 60 minutes, especially if it's your first time. I mentioned drinking, so I also suggest if you are a drinker and you like the drink, set a limit on drinks. You know, say I'm only going to have two or something like that. Um, Of course, you have the option not to drink as well. You can also, I really suggest if you're nervous and new and feeling concerned about how you might react in this environment, I think you might want to make an agreement with yourself or with your partner just to observe, to not... Do anything. You don't have to get naked. You don't have to participate the first time you go. This is not the only time you'll be able to go to a club. And if you do have a partner or even if you're on your own, whatever rules and agreement you come to, and this is so important to me, okay, I suggest you write them down. I do not suggest that you count on your memory to carry you. Disaster ensue when couples have done this, you think you said something, but you didn't. You think your partner said something was cool, but you misinterpreted it. If you write it down, it doesn't need to be a beautiful five paragraph essay, just a couple of point form notes. It will make a big difference. Now, anytime I'm encouraging, I don't know if I'm encouraging, but I am saying that I think you can benefit from visiting a sex club. I always want to underscore that If you don't want to, you don't have to, all right? If you're not into this, if this turns you off, if the idea of this makes you terribly uncomfortable to the point that, you know, you you don't feel good about it, it's not exciting, it bothers you. If you find it offensive, then don't do it. You don't have to do it. Having said that, discomfort, a little bit of discomfort alone is not in my opinion, reason enough to avoid something altogether. So if you're not into it now, maybe you just read a little bit more about it. Maybe you watch some videos. I know that Oasis Aqua Lounge, for instance, has an FAQ on their website. And yes, they are the sponsor of this podcast, but uh, they're also really among the best. I, I don't know that I've seen a better product, not that I have been to every club. They really have some great resources and great programming, which is why I I like to work with them. But learn a little bit more. Don't close the door. You can close the door for the next year and say, I am absolutely not going. That's fine. But maybe revisit it in a year. And of course, do what feels right for you. If something isn't feeling good, leave. All right, don't worry about the $20 or the $50 or whatever you spent in admission. Protect your emotions first and if you're at a reputable reputable club you may be able to talk to them oh here's the other thing if it's your first time go on newbie night so reputable sex clubs will have a newbie night at which their management or a host couple or a host single will show you around the club and give you the lay of the land and i think this is a really great idea because it gives you an opportunity to ask questions, to talk to people who are working there or people who are regulars there without the pressure to have sex. And don't think you're going to walk into a sex club and everyone's going to be like, yeah, let's have sex. Yeah, that's not how it goes. It's not like hop on, walk in, hop on. (laughs) It's not the hop on, hop off bus. So, you know, those big red buses you see in like cities with lots of tourism. So don't feel that, it has to be about sex. It can really be about the observation, the learning, the environment, the energy, the connections. And I actually don't believe you should have sex the first time you go, unless you are 100% confident. And if you have a partner, they're 100% confident. I think it's really just good to go and do nothing sexual, just enjoy the environment and do some learning. And as with everything new, you need to look out for yourself, look out for your partner. It's not just about physical safety, but emotional safety. And go slow. The slower, the babier steps, the better. All right, that is a mouthful about sex clubs. So I will leave you with that. Thank you so much to Oasis Aqua Lounge for supporting this episode. Check them out online, oasisaqualounge.com. And folks, you can find me, sexwithdrjess.com and sexwithdrjess on all social media. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, and facebook thanks for tuning in and have a very sexy week
0: you're listening to the sex with dr jess podcast improve your sex life improve your life